Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Mr. Dibble. Mr. Piper around anywhere? Yes, he's just getting ready to go to the office. Dear, Mr. Dibble wants to talk to you. Oh, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I just love it in the fall when the leaves turn. Oh, look at that tree over there, Mr. Dibble. Leaves are just a bright red. Aren't they lovely? Yeah. Aren't you a nature lover, Mr. Dibble? Yeah, yeah. I don't go on about it like some folks do, but I can see it's pretty, all right. <laughs> you think I go on too much about it? Oh, no, 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 just the way you are. Nothing wrong with it. People are different, that's all. Well, I must admit that when I get enthusiastic about something, I'm inclined to go a little overboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it ain't always good to have your feelings hanging out, like the washing on the line, as my grandmother used to say. Sometimes it pays to keep your feelings to yourself. <laughs> well, maybe so. Oh, Mr. Dibble wanted to see you, dear. Oh, good morning, Mr. Dibble. Good morning. Beautiful day, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I was wondering if you two had any time today to drive out to the country and take a look at that old ban I spoke of. And that old what? Ban. Barn, dear. Oh, oh, barn. Oh, you mean the one with the black walnut beams and floor. Yeah, well, 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 teen. Oh, black walnut, but I know some of it is. Well, have, have you talked to the woman who owns the barn? Oh, no, 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 no. Mrs. Higgins, her name is. No, no, I didn't talk to her. As I told you, I sneaked under the fence and took a look at the barn. Do you think she'll be willing to sell us any of it? You said the barn was nearly falling down now. Yeah, good heavy wind storm will go down. That don't mean she'll sell anything if she thinks we're too anxious. Oh, oh, yeah, well, um... What do you think we should do? I mean, we could drive out there this noon. I can get away from the office. Well, I thought we might drive out, pretend we were just passing by, ask to look at the barn. But if we can use the wood, I mean, we are just desperate. There can't be many places around here with black walnut in their barns, especially old barns that are falling down anyway. No, 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 dear. Mr. Dibble means just that we mustn't act as though we're desperate. Oh, not if you don't want her to put the price way up. 
I know that Mrs. Higgins. She's a hard woman to deal with anyway. Well, we'll let you do the talking, Mr. Dibble. Well, that was sort of what I was leading up to. <laughs> well, okay. Look, I'll pick you two up at lunchtime and we'll drive out there, all right? Now, remember, dear, let Mr. Dibble do the talking. All right, all right. Gathered round the Cracker Barrel at the local general store or grouped around the candlelit table at a formal party, one thing people can be counted on to talk about is the day's news. It's no accident either that when people are discussing current events, those best informed so often are inveterate CBS radio listeners. That's because CBS News features, like our World News Roundup and Edward R. Murrow with the news, to name just two, make following world affairs an adventure. Every morning, our World News Roundup calls in our overseas correspondents in the major news centers of the world. Washington, London, Rome, Bonn, Paris, and Tokyo. They're all brought to your breakfast table whenever important stories break there. On weekday evenings, Edward R. Murrow with the news brings you up to date on the exciting things that happened while you worked. With a perspective sharpened by years of news-gathering experience, Edward R. Murrow brings clarity and interest to every report he makes. Tonight, join us on CBS Radio as most of these same stations present... Edward R. Murrow with the news. Now remember, dear, let Mr. Dibble do the talking. Why do you keep saying that? Yeah, because I know you. Doesn't look as though anybody's home. Oh, she's to home, all right. Been looking out the window at us. Where? I didn't see anybody. Tell by the curtain over there. Wiggling just a little bit. Oh, yeah. She'll answer the door when she's a mind to. Taking off her apron now, probably. Wiping her finger over the table, see if it's dusty. Well, we won't be going in anyhow, my goodness. Just Let's just tell her now that we want to see the barn. No, 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 don't it, mention the word barn until we get round to it. Well, that's why we're here. I mean, well, what else? <coughs> yes? Afternoon, Miss Higgins. Oh, it's you. I thought I recognized you, Mr. Dibble. We were just passing by with some friends of mine. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Piper, Mrs. Higgins. Oh, how do you do? Yeah, do. They, were, they was admiring your place, and I said a new year, so just thought we'd stop in and say hello. Oh, well, uh, won't you come in and sit down? Oh, no, thanks. Well, well no, that, that, that's real nice of you. <laughs> we're glad to, Mrs. Higgins. See, what Mrs. Piper meant was she didn't want to put you out none. Oh, it's no bother. I guess I can sit a minute and take the load off my feet. Kind of curious to know what you're up to anyway, John Dibble. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fine way to talk. <laughs> can't, can't a body stop by, past time of day, without being up to something? Not you. Now, you just sit down right here, and I'll get us some nice cold apple cider. Oh, no, my goodness, uh, Mrs. Oh, what, what, what Miss Raper means is that, that she, she, she don't want you to go out of trouble. <laughs> oh, it's no trouble at all. I got it right out here. And I just baked a batch of oatmeal cookies. They're still hot. Well, that's real nice of you, Mrs. Higgins. Well... Well, for goodness sakes, I can't sit around. I left the baby yeah. at Elner's, and I said we wouldn't be long. I no, thought no, we no, were just... just keep quiet, will you? I thought we were coming out here to look no, at... No, 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 all, all in good time. Let's not rush things. Uh, uh, how were crops this year, Miss Higgins? Well, we lost a lot of our oats and barley with those hailstorms. Oh, been a bad summer, all right. Yep, yeah. Hmm, well, now, just help yourselves. <laughs> Apple cider and them's oatmeal cookies. Oh, they look delicious. Oh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that's very nice of you, Mrs. Higgins. Yep. Had a bad summer. Lots of rain, cold. Mm. We're in for a long, hard winter, too. Yes, I, I read that someplace. Well, I didn't have to read it. You can smell it in the air. Yep. 
How's your boy? Oh, he's just fine. Went back to agricultural school. Getting a lot of fancy ideas about how to raise corn that I can't say his father and I go for, but we're paying for him to teach him something. Might as well do what he says. Yeah, yeah might as well. Mighty good apple cider. Yeah, not as good as it was last year. Something seemed to happen to the apples this year. Well, weather, I guess. Where goes? You folks just out for an afternoon drive? Uh, well, actually... Uh, that, that's right, that's right. Just just driving around. Well, it's real nice to meet you. Not many folks stop in. We're kind of out of the way being off the main road. Yeah, well, well, well that's why I, I thought we'd stop in, you know, say hello. Just passing by. Can't stay. Uh, how, how many children do you have, Mrs. Higgins? Just the one boy and two married girls. Oh, how nice. We have two children, a boy and a girl. Well, that's real nice. You folks live in town? Oh, yes, yes, uh-huh. Well, we did live right in town, but now we're building oh, a oh, new oh, house. Oh, look at the time, look at the time. Guess we're going to be going. Uh, you want to get back, you said, by 1.30. Well, I'm but... real glad you folks stopped in. Come again, any time. Oh, by, by, by the way, Miss Higgins, I uh, knew there was something I've been meaning to ask you for a long time. Uh, that old barn out there, going to fall down the next big windstorm. Any, 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 any wood in there that's worth salvaging? I mean, you know, not that I need any right now, but, uh, oh, well, you never know. Folks sometimes like old beams for their houses, you know. Well, now, I don't know, Mr. Dibble. Why don't we go out and take a look at it? Well, you folks don't mind. You just take a minute, and as long as I'm here... Oh, no. No, no, that's fine. That's all right. Fine. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go take a look at it. Old wood and those beams, you know, the flowers and that band, probably not worth a nickel, Miss Higgins, but if you can get a few dollars for it, well, might be able to make a deal for you sometime. Well, now, that's real nice of you, Mr. Dibble. Oh, that's all right. It's all right. I'll just, I'll just take a look at it. He's talking to her. We'll never get the beam. No, 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 no. I think Mr. Dibble knows what he's doing. In fact, it's kind of interesting to watch him operate. So just let him... Uh... Well, I wish I knew what he was doing. He told us he knew there was black walnut flooring here and they could be fixed up. And now listen to him saying they're worthless. Well, I mean, listen, I don't... Come here. Come here, listen to him. I'm sorry, darling. Mrs. Higgins, I'm afraid the wood's pretty rotten. Because it could be wrong, but... Oh, I don't think there's anything here worth trying to salvage. Because I might get a dollar or two for some of that flooring. A couple of beams. I mean, if you wanted to get rid of it. Before the band falls down. Well, now, I might, and I might not, Mr. Dibble. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about it. No rush, no rush. No rush? Dear. Well, what does he mean, no rush? Huh? I want my house finished so we can get into it. Mrs. Higgins, wouldn't you please sell us just some of that flooring and a few beams? We are just oh, desperate. My, oh, my, oh, honey, for Pete's sake, Well, you... I don't care. I'm tired of living in the garage. It's uh. cold. And you can imagine what it's like housekeeping in a garage waiting for your new house to get finished, Mrs. Higgins. Well, Mrs. Higgins understands, dear. She's a woman. Oh, she understands, all right. No danger of that. Well, then, for heaven's sakes, let's see if she'll sell them to us. You haven't even asked her, Mrs. Mr. Dibble. You see, Mrs. Higgins, I inherited some black walnut floors and paneling from a cousin's house, and it turned out that it wasn't enough. And we just need a bit to finish the living room floor, just about four boards, that's all. And if your barn's going to fall down anyway, I mean, you know... Well, I don't know that the barn is going to fall down. It seems in pretty good condition to me. Mrs. Higgins, I have a baby. I don't want him to get pneumonia. Well, I... I might sell if, if I get a good price. Oh, 
Nothing doing. What? Now that I get a good look at this wood, I don't think it's black walnut at all. I wouldn't advise you, Mrs. Piper, to put this wood in your house. Look at that. All chewed up with carpenter irons. Oh, you... You mean it really is worthless? Well, I wouldn't pay good money for this. Nope. Real sorry, Mrs. Higgins. We, we might have made a deal here. Come on, folks, let's go. Remember many thanks anyhow, Mrs. Higgins. Well, come on, come on, get in the car. I gotta get you and Mr. Dibble back to the house and get back to my office. And if you will pardon the expression, you certainly loused up that deal. I did? What deal? Mr. Dibble said it wasn't black walnut anyhow, didn't you, Mr. Dibble? Didn't I ask you a dozen times to let Mr. Dibble do the talking? I let him do the talking for an hour. He wasn't getting anywhere. And after all this, then he says it wasn't black walnut and that it's worthless, really. I... Oh, it's all so discouraging. When will we ever get our house finished and move in? Where will we ever find more black walnut floorboards? Now, they certainly look like black walnut to me. Yeah, did to me, too... Well, you said they weren't. Nope. Said I didn't think they were. I knew they were. Mr. Dibble, what are you talking about? And I didn't say it was worthless. I said I wouldn't pay good money for them beams and floors, which I wouldn't. No use to her the way they are, and she knows it. Oh, she knew what we were there for as soon as I said I wanted to see the band. She did? Yep. And I knew she knew, and she knew I knew she knew. Because you nearly threw a monkey wrench into the whole works there for a minute, but, oh, a couple of days she'll call me. We'll have a deal, all right. Don't worry about it. Do you understand what Mr. Dibble is talking about? Exactly. Well, I don't. You men, I must say I believe in coming directly to the point so everybody knows where he stands. Oh, Mrs. Higgins and me know where we stand, all right. Like I said this morning, sometimes it pays not to have your feelings hanging out where they show, like the washing on the line. Well, isn't it sort of dishonest, both of you doing all that pretending back and forth? Why do you bother with all that roundabout nonsense? <laughs> oh, honey, trading and bargaining have been going on like that since prehistoric man. Well, I certainly wonder why. Well, it's more fun. More fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you're mighty good at it, I will say, Mr. Dibble. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> Well, by golly, honey, bet we'll be in our new house before we know it. Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Doris Rich and John Shelley and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.